Hey everyone and welcome to Already Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about Twin Peaks Season 2, Episode 16. It's called The Condemned Woman. Full spoilers for the episode. It's always... We're past 15. 15 was a dark time. 15 was a dire, dire time in the history of the human race. I do I, not I would want to talk about it. I would quite like to forget about its existence, if, yes. if that's okay. Uh, this was obviously a step up. I don't think we're, we were completely out of the woods. I, I, this feels like a transitional episode. It feels like... Because the episode ended with all these things that I like, and I'm like, oh, oh. Yeah, there was there was some stuff that's like, oh, I really like this. This is good. And there was some things throughout that I liked, but there was also, like, James talking to Donna, and like, oh, yeah, it'd be in court for Evelyn. Don't mention Evelyn. Shut up, James. Can, can we start with James? We'll talk about it. Yeah. Is, is he just pissing off out of the show now? Feels like it. Uh, so her whole thing was like hey you go away and get some stories right about you know your life go and live away from all this i really hope that when he comes back in the new show this is it. he's only just coming back now he's like sorry <laughs> I, I got a whole family and I did, I did all this stuff i got sidetracked when i was away yeah he, he brings of back course, his new family or something we, we joke this he's probably back in like two episodes yeah i know but i just i kind of want that to be the case just, yeah, just for the, the fun their, of it. their scene was definitely one of the low points of this episode though their yeah. picnic love scene where all they did was say really cheesy things to each other that didn't really make a whole lot of sense pretty much i don't mm. want you to be you can be sorry for yourself but don't be sorry for me james and it just like i don't know like i feel like it's... these two characters have have really get the worst of like the main plot been over since laura's not been a factor these two have had nothing worthwhile remotely yeah, it feels like, well, we've got to keep them around because they're main characters, but we have no idea what to do with them. Yeah, because their entire purpose was that it was Laura's ex-boyfriend and it was Laura's best friend. This, this was the, their thing, and they bonded be- with Laura gone, and they, they worked to try and solve her murder. That was their thing, and now it's just... I don't know what. At, at least Donna looks like she's going to be in a plot that's relevant next. Yeah. J- yeah. James and so the they, found, so they found something for her. James can go, well, just uh, forget it. Just piss off. Get out of the show. Yeah, because uh, Shelley, Audrey, and Donna all get these notes, like different parts of this letter, then an actual invitation note to come to the bar, uh, the Roadhouse, at nine o'clock. I do what's funny about this scene. So they all, they all show up, right? And I was like, "Wait, has Shelley ever been a, in a scene with these two before? Like, obviously, Audrey and Donna have had scenes together repeatedly, mm. but I'm like, I don't think Shelley's ever, I've ever seen I, Shelley I, speak I to these people. Think there might have been some scenes just in the diner. Okay, mate. Yeah, okay, I can see that. Yeah, maybe. But I've never seen them, like... Okay, Shelley was working there as a waitress and she would be talked to them, but I, I feel like I've yeah, never yeah, seen I, them. No, I don't recall anything either. Specifically, which is what I'm saying. If, if it has, it's probably just yeah. in the diner in passing, but... It, it was when Donna came in and Shelley's like, oh, hey, Donna, and they start talking about why they're both there. I'm like, have you spoke to each other before? <laughs> like, are you friends? This is weird. Yeah. And then and Audrey walked in and it became a thing. Ah, oh, dear. Yeah, so so all the all the all the young women are all potential victims now of Wyndham and Earl, as uh, we learned last episode. We learned last episode. This was kind of the the acting out. Obviously, they're not actually in trouble yet. We know he's there. He's we've been all creepy watching them like a creepy old man, <laughs> but that, 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 so that that kind of chugged along and that's fine. Yeah, uh, nothing was wrong with any of that stuff. Uh, much like I did not, I didn't know David Duchovny was in this show. I also didn't know Billy Zane was in this show, and he just popped up in this episode. Uh, yeah. Are you familiar with Billy Zane? Did you know who that was when yeah, he popped up? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he, he pops up and all I can think, the Phantom, is all I can see. Because <laughs> he's Billy Zane. Uh, but, yeah, so he, he's like an old friend of Ben's and he seems to have a, a little 
attraction with Audrey. And mm-hmm. I love that Audrey brings up, oh, I'm only 18, by the way. And I'm like, your entire thing with Cooper. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Which you yeah. try to convince him. By the way, I'm 18, it's okay. I'm 18, we can do this. <laughs> that was her entire thing. And I, I get I get from a character perspective, it's, she, she's, she's resistant one to of this. Them. Yeah. yeah. And, and, but that said, though, when she first seen him, it was like a, a weird attraction. Like, she kind of stumbled yeah. a little bit. And, uh, but... It's, uh, it's okay. Uh, what was funny about Ben's plot, though, is that it really is like the entire last like four or five episodes of his plot could have just not happened. Oh yeah, like, like again, this is what we were saying. What was the point to them? Because... Admittedly, he's, it may be a bit perkier on this than he would have been if it had been right after he you know lost the whole thing to Catherine. But this would essentially be what would have happened. He's like, yeah, right. How do we fight this? How do we get this land back? How do we do that? Like this is what I ex- would have expected Ben to do. Yeah, this is what it should have been pretty much the whole time, right? Yeah. Maybe. Get him to fight back. I will say that the biggest laugh I got in the episode might have been when uh, the, like, the, the waiter comes over and is like, oh, I need to go. Uh, the, the the chef just threatened to stab Jerry, just casually, and gets up. <laughs> just a normal yeah. occurrence. Yeah, yeah, it's just used to it. It really cracked me up. Uh, so, nah, so obviously that flirtation is there, and it seems like it's going to brew a little bit, because she has that little moment at the end when he's like, oh, I'll see you again later. She kind of opens up a little bit at the end. Mm-hmm. And I guess she's not with Cooper, so I suppose she has to have a love interest to pursue. Yeah, and they, they decided it wasn't going to be Bobby. Good. Or Bob, as he's now going by. Oh, he's an executive assistant now. He has to go yeah, by Bob. He has to. I'm surprised <laughs> he's not going by, like, you know, Robert. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. they should have done, actually. Should have done. I'm... Robertson. Yeah. <laughs> how, how, how can you keep extending that there? It's like, okay, Bobby, more civil to Bob, more civil to Robert, more civil to Robertson. Is there any, <laughs> any more we can go with this? Is there? Probably not. Yeah. But, no, nah, so, yeah, that's a thing. Uh, he's just kind of there. He's just kind of there helping and being part of the game plan. They're, they're going to use this extinct, almost extinct weasel to... Sort of as you do stop the development on the on the on the woods on the forest it's a pretty good plan actually that's an okay plan how it's going to help when he wants to do it himself later i, I don't know but yeah i, I, I guess he's got a plan he's got cross a... that bridge when it comes to it ah maybe he's going to collect them all and put them in a wee reserve he's like yeah i'm protecting them and then a little mm. little k a little zoo like here yeah. and then knock the rest down <laughs> i've got i've got i've got <laughs> hotels and restaurants and casinos to build or whatever he's going to do exactly but uh, so that was the that was his kind of main thing, uh, and that was all fine. I mean, I, I, it was enjoyable enough. O- o- Audrey's good, and uh, Ben being himself again is enjoyable to see because he was annoying when he was kind of crazy. Yeah, it, it didn't even do. It didn't have to do anything special. It was just oh, okay, this is what it should be. Yeah, that's much better. And I'm not necessarily feeling the Jack plot yet, but at least he's not annoying me. He's not actively, yeah, being you know, off-putting. So that, that's nice. Uh, obviously, we had going back to the Wonder Well plot. Actually, we didn't cover the the other side of it, which was obviously Cooper's got that recording from the end of the last episode, and he needs to make his his chess game. In fact, the one big sighting of donuts, which was a fantastic play of them, may I add, was mm. when they had Pete over to uh, to help with the chess move, and uh, as it does, and it just kind of plays out. But there's this giant plate of donuts, and Cooper's eating a, a chocolate donut as well, right there as he's talking to him, and it's the whole thing. And I realise that a good almost every video we do in Twin Peaks I talk about how much I want a donut after it but I really do want a donut it's 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 hard not to want donuts when it's just like that I mean I've got cookies in the house but it's just I, it's I want not, a donut it's not the same is it I want a donut it's just uh, I think 
for for a while I was making sure I had donuts in, <laughs> and I think I'm going to have to get back to that because this is just for the final run, for the final little stretch. Yeah, I'm definitely making sure I've got donuts for the first episode back of the new show. Maybe they won't show up, but I I I think Lynch oh, will. They just, will. They they will. They're they're a staple of this I, I, show. I think when that first episode comes back of the new season, we will see like compared to the previous episode, the twenty five years of advancement in Donok technology. There, uh, prediction here: first episode back, we are going to get cherry pie, we're going to get donuts, and we're going to get coffee. Yes, guaranteed. I will be surprised if we don't get all three of those in the first five minutes, quite frankly. <laughs> first scene. <laughs> the first shot, it'll just open donuts, coffee, and cherry pie, and then the camera will track. Do you know the thing is? This sounds <laughs> stupid, but I wouldn't put it past it, either, that actually being the first shot. I know. Oh, God. I could see it. I could, I could, see, it. I could see it being an owl. Yeah. Owl imagery's yeah. been popping up because uh, we've got all those postcards in the last one, and then there was owls in this one. Owls all over the place. I can see it being an owl. owl. Eating a cherry pie. Why not? I'll often say this, so don't get used to it, but I like the way your mind's thinking. <laughs> that is a very rare sentence to feed us. Uh, now, okay, so so that, 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 that kind of chugged along, but the I'd say the bulk of the screen time in this, and this is why I say it's a transitional episode, because I, I didn't think the plot in this one was necessarily bad with the Josie stuff. But I certainly didn't love it, and it certainly felt like, well, okay, this is another thing we need to wrap up before we get get to the stuff we want to do. I agree. Uh, and I felt, I felt like much like the last one was wrapping up all the Evelyn stuff, for the other than James like explaining why he's pissing off, this one was wrapping up, again, there'll be some fallout maybe next episode, but this is wrapping up that Josie plot. Uh, and it all came to a head, which, by the way, started with Josie giving one of the worst on-screen faints I have ever seen. It was pretty bad. Angel was the worst place. If you just left it at the shot where she fell out of frame, fine. Just just give the sound effect of a thump. Cut to her later. Yeah. But no, it cut to a shot of her just sort of going onto the floor, gently as possibly. Yeah. Yeah. That was really bad. She was just going, that floor looks hard. I don't want to fall on that. If she's not willing to take the thump, don't do a shot of her hitting the ground. <laughs> it's that simple. I, I, I agree. In fact, it's even funnier if you just hear the thump after she falls out of frame. Get a crash mat down, let her fall into that, Thump. Yeah, that's all you Hilarious. need. It works. Hilarious. It's great. But no, instead I get this. Oh, oh sorry. I just need. To... Oh, I'm fainting. I swear I'm fainting. I swear I'm fainting. Okay, and I'm fainted. Pretty much. That's what it was like. Uh, but no, so the whole time, like Catherine's trying to be a sly, sly little menace that she is, and she's like putting the idea, like, oh, here's the gun. Oh, you're just gonna have to go and speak to Eckhart. Here's the gun you could take, yeah, without saying it, of course. Uh, yeah. And. Uh, Andrew as well is sort of edging her on to go see him and he even goes and sees Warner to again try and basically they want them to take each other out they want, they want some, yeah. that to happen and they're they're edging both on uh, and that's kind of like a lot of the setup of the episode and one thing I, I say I did like I, I, I think I've heard it before but there was some music that was playing in this episode that I quite liked uh, every time it came up where the sheriff was worried about Josie being a criminal there was this little yeah. melody that played that I quite liked it was a nice little yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. So, sort of what? melancholy, like, oh, I think she's a, a bitch. <laughs> this is a shame, I liked her. Yeah, kind yeah, of feel to it. Uh, but that was nice, and it was obviously, it confirms that she did in fact shoot Cooper. Mm-hmm. Because she thought it was always going to end this way. And I guess that kind of makes sense that she disappeared immediately after it. Because if you think back, she like that happened at the end of the finale, and then... She was gone. She was missing for like four episodes after it, and it makes yeah, sense that she true. fled after that. So it it does kind of add up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no problems with that. Yeah, 
so Cooper goes and he finds that he, she's shot him and then Harry comes in as well and Harry's all emotional. And then weirdness ensues. And then the weirdness ensues. She drops dead. I thought she was going to shoot herself. I did too, but then she sort of has this seizure. Yeah, she sort of... And I wonder if she took something. Like, she knew it was the end. Like, she was going to take him out and then... Mm, maybe. Like, cause she, she, she probably knew she wasn't going to get away with it. It was kind of, like... Kind of obvious. Yeah. But she, she collapses and Harry goes and holds her. And he, obviously, mixed emotions. He's doing his job, but at the same time, she's collapsed now. So he's, he's all emotional. He's, he's holding her. And then the spotlight comes on. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh. here we go. It's time so, for... Type before we beats. get into what it was, you get to that and immediately it's like, oh, yeah, that this is more what I expect from weird Twin Peaks. As soon as that spotlight comes yeah. on. And it, it's so noticeably different to, you know, the the last, uh, the start of the bad chunk when it got to the, the weird stuff there with the, with the major disappearing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure what happened in terms of like, the timing and stuff behind the scenes, but I'm wondering if this is when Lynch knew he was coming back for the finale and he like gave the writers, right, this is, this is what you need to set up for me coming back, kind of thing. Like, I'm wondering if this is like mm, when they started to prep, and that's why it got better, because it started to Could build be. towards his stuff, and they knew this, and they knew, they knew this right in this chunk that yeah. they're going into. Uh, at the very least, it's, this is just, it was better directed. It was more in the style of what I expect from yeah. Twin Peaks. Yeah, so the spotlight comes on, and... We see a oofed. Uh, so Bob crawls mm. from behind the bed, and I'm like, "Oh, Bob! Bob's back!" Oh, yes. And Bob's like, "Oh!" And I actually had to go back to hear what he said because I didn't quite make out what he said the first time. But he says, "What happened to dead Josie?" Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh, wait, well, I, she just died. I mean, <laughs> what did happen to dead Josie? It's a, it's a good question." Uh, then we see see the little guy dancing on the bed once again. Uh, and the light, the light comes up and I'm like hmm what was, what was that getting at and then just when I think one more thing waiting for yeah, you just when I think okay that's the weird part that's the weird part done we're back to normal the camera goes over to the the, the handle the knob on the, the drawer on the on the chest of mm. drawers at the side of the bed and we see Josie's face in, in the handle and then it actually goes into this cool effect. It's almost like uh, I would compare it to... If you've ever seen uh, An 8 Million Elm Street, when Freddy Krueger's behind the wall and he's coming out the wall, mm. it's kind of that effect, but in the wood, this door, this, this not door, but uh, drawer handle, yeah. and you see her sort of screaming behind the wood, and that's kind of the shot we end on. Uh, a really cool effect, actually. Because it, it starts off, yeah. it's just like the image like imposed on it, and it's like, whatever. But then it does this cool effect when she's in the wood, and it looks quite cool. Now, what I took this to mean, especially given what Bob just said, is that she's went to where he is. She's went to this place. That, you know, she's the condemned woman of the title. Yeah. And she, for, for whatever she's done, she's now in this place, this other place. Mm. Uh, which is why Bob reappeared. Because he's like, oh, she's come to me. She's in my world yeah. now. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, that, that's how I read it. Uh, but I, I notably got really excited. I sat up when I seen him, but I was like, oh, Bob. All right, okay. Yeah. And I love that, you know, like we say, that the spotlight went off and then you think it's over and then it pulls out to the trick. It's it's using those expectations cleverly because it mm. knows what we, we think of with the spotlight and we associate that with the, the otherworldly stuff. So it comes in, it goes away, we're like, okay, we're done. And then it throws one extra thing. It's like, it, it comes out of nowhere almost and it's really clever. Yeah. So I, I am, yeah. I mean, I think overall it was kind of a, 
it was an okay episode overall because there was still all this wrap up. And I, I, as much as some of this Joshi stuff was okay, a lot of it did feel like okay, this is just kind of the soap opera plot of because see, Joe, Joe bit got to me. It was when uh, Catherine came in before she like takes the book away to show the, where the gun is. She says something like, "Oh, you just oh well, he's going to find out you're alive, Eckhart. You're going to have to go see him." And like Josie got so emotional because. It was, it just, and I think she, it was almost like the character was realising just how convoluted her situation was. <laughs> that there was so many like, different people from different places wanting to like either control her, kill her, like yeah, abuse her. Yeah. Like, there were, and it was so convoluted and it was like the character was realising it herself and that's why she was so frantic and worried. It's why I think taking her out of the picture is such a, a smart move because it just cleans it all up. So oh, right, yeah. We don't need to worry about this. Absolutely. And Eckhart's done. He's dead. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Packer's still around. I can wrap that up quickly go away <laughs> yeah that, that one doesn't bother me as much he's a good actor though I've seen him in other stuff so maybe like if you have him fighting Ben now if he comes out as alive if they, if they actually make it public yeah like does, he, does it, how can he claim yeah so no that, that, that could work yeah Um. so obviously the one thing we've not spoke about yet is uh, uh, Ed, Norma and their related plots uh, so Ed no, Nadine I said to break up and he look it's like she's acting as if he's upset but he's like i i almost expected a grin to appear on his face because like, i mean he just she, has that perfect look of bewilderment yeah which to be fair he has a lot when she's in the room and quite right because yeah she comes in and it's like oh me and mike we're madly in love and he's like what's going on <laughs> just, oh, he just like, says, oh we had this magical night and Actually, here's one problem I have with this, is that every time I've seen Mike with her, he's been, like, against it. And I guess he did have that moment when she kissed him in the diner where he kind of didn't just repel in horror afterwards, but it didn't really feel like enough to tell me that he was now interested. So every See, time every time I she still, said... I wasn't under the impression that he was. I was still under the impression that this was still her overly projecting. Well, and... this is the thing. I'm not sh- sure now, though. Because she's oh. like, oh, we had this magical night. And I'm like, oh, so they actually did stuff? And Maybe. I, I was uh, just thinking that was just her... I guess, but I wasn't sure. This is the thing, because I feel like now that they're actually breaking up, and because we're not seeing him, I almost expect that it is just what it is, so we can move on with like Ed and yeah, Norma. Maybe. It's, it's weird. It's but strange. What, the one thing I did like about that scene, though, is she, she says, oh, yeah, me and Mike had this magical night. He's like, what, you... And he was like, you had sex, basically? And she's like, well, you did with Norma. And he's like, that's fair. <laughs> I like his reaction to that. It was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, admittedly, she had sex with that kid who's still in high school. So, I mean, technically, it's not yeah, but, equal. But, but she thinks she is a kid still in high school. Okay, sure. I'm just, I'm saying it's not, it's, it's not apples to apples, is what I'm saying. <laughs> sure. Admittedly, she also, she's also thinks she's in high school and she has super strength. So it's more like apples to buses, if anything. <laughs> but exactly. <laughs> but still, it's, it's, it's a point. Uh, I tell you what, scene I did really like though. So, so they, they ha- he Ed comes into the diner and like proposes to Norma, and they have this scene. I actually really like the, the look that Shelley gives, and she, she's like, "Oh, and she's, she's like, better leave him to it." Yeah, but she's got this just that cheeky look in her face as she's leaving it, walking out the scene. But Norma goes to see Hank, and we've seen we've seen Hank in a scene with the sheriff, and he, he tries to like, "Oh, yeah, I've got information. Yeah, maybe you could uh, not put me in prison. We'll make a deal." And Hawk kicks his crutch away when he starts getting a little bit too mouthy. Yeah, Classic pretty, Hawk. Pretty funny. Classic Hawk. Yeah. But uh, so so Norma goes to see Hank in the jail cell, and she's like, "Look, I want a divorce. Enough of this." 
and Hank starts doing his routine where he's like, oh, yeah, I understand, I want to be better, and blah, 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 blah. And then he's like, like I need you to do one more thing for me, I need you to help me, I need you to say where I was the night that Leo got shot, and blah, 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 blah. You know, what do you expect mm-hmm. him to say? And I was a little bit worried at this point in the scene, because I thought, oh, she's going to feel obligated to at least help him before she she gets a divorce, and it's going to lead to a sort of, like, you know, a, a drama plot about her being yeah. conflicted and him making it conflicting and him butting his head in. So I was delighted when she's like, no, no, no more lies. I need to go on my life. Shut up. And then yeah, he gets... Yeah, she's like, I don't want to be your whore anymore. Yeah. No, no, he said, he calls her the whore. She says, you're his whore. She's like, oh, I'd rather be That's his it, whore yeah. than your wife. Uh, That's it, yeah. Uh, but like, I like because he gets sinister at one point. He grabs her. He's like, he finally drops the, the facade of being like a, a yeah. trying to care husband. He's like, no, he goes, he goes proper who he is. He, he sort of reveals his true character. And he's like, no, I'll give you a divorce only if you do this for me. Uh, it gets proper. And again, I was delighted that she's like, piss off. <laughs> this is not a negotiation. I'm leaving. Bye. Yeah. And it almost feels like, oh yeah, we're done with that plot now too. It kind of does, doesn't it? This this did that a lot this episode, and for the better for most of them. I think so. Yeah, I think this episode wasn't amazing, but it did. A, it ended a lot of things that was like, okay, right. We can get to start a lot of fresh stuff we can do next episode now. We can. Focus yeah, it on really the... felt like look, this stuff's not working. Yeah. Let's just throw it out. Yeah. So the next episode we can focus on the Wonder Merrill stuff, and maybe we have a couple of new things that maybe they want to do or whatever. But either way, it feels like we've definitely jettisoned a lot of the plot. That's Mean, taking up a lot of this rough section. Yeah. Do you know what I need from the next episode that I feel like it's been a couple without any of donuts. S- some some nice no well that, that too but some some nice Andy Lucy moments. Yeah, it was a lot about Lucy. We heard her over the the, the comms, but yeah, not actually. Jo- actually, there was one positive from the last episode I forgot to mention. I, I, need, I need to bring it up. It was Albert doing an impression of uh, David Lynch as Gordon. Oh, that was good. That was really good because he says, or as he put it. You gotta help Coop, and it, it, it does look the voice like really loud, like it does, and it sounded exactly like him. It made me oh, yeah. laugh so much. So one positive for episode fifteen. To be fair, we did praise all the Albert stuff in. Uh, we we put did, a blanket yeah. statement on on Albert, but I didn't specifically mention that that impression, and I feel like it was so good that it's worth it's worth well, pointing yeah. out. I want to point it out. So sad that that's the high point of an episode, though, isn't it? It is. It is really sad that's the high point. But hey, we're we're in brighter brighter days, so. We're going to the better section of the, the bat- latter half of season two uh, with the next yeah, episode. We're racing towards the end now. Yeah, we have three more weeks of the old show, of the old seasons. Yeah. And of course the movie as well, which we'll, we'll, we'll all do after we finish season two. So yep. we're all ready and good for... And the plan is to have the movie up a full week before the new show starts. So we've got a week to let, let it sit and reflect on it and we can almost emulate. Because for us, a full week before the new episode starts... In comparison to the usual few days between episodes, is like our twenty-seven years. <laughs> That's the plan. It's close enough. <laughs> <laughs> One week, thirty odd years. Yeah, I think that's that's, that's kind of equal, right? Uh, that's no, funny. no one can complain about that. They can't say we haven't waited. We did our time. <laughs> oh dear. So yeah, that was that was episode sixteen. Uh, so yeah, okay, still had some issues, but it. it it felt I felt quite positive because it ended a lot of the stuff that we can get rid of now. So and then it gave us some cool stuff at the end going forward. It gave us some cool stuff at the end. So, uh, so hopefully next week we have uh, Wonder Merrill plot and whatever else they want to throw at us. Yeah, just hopefully just more positivity in general. Yeah. Uh, 
so there you go that's uh, this episode of Twin Peaks thanks for watching guys let us know what you thought of this one in the comments below like subscribe all that stuff get us on Twitter mail underscore for channel updates individual Twitters are on the screen and that's us so thanks for watching guys we will see you next time Thank you.